Hey guys, before we get into this episode, I just wanted to tell you about Platoon. Platoon is a Nashville-based design studio specializing in all kinds of your favorite design services. Check out their designs at www.platoon.studio. Again, that's www.platoon.studio. What's up, Nashville? Welcome to The Local Wave, conversations with the Nashville underground. I'm your host, Alex McWilliam, coming at you again with episode three with my buddy Mikey Rowe. He's the guitar player and vocalist for No Sleep's own Daisy Head. They had a record called The Smallest Light that came out in 2015. It's a great album, uh, and they're about to have a new record come out in 2017 that was recorded by ex-Defeater guitar player and friend of the show, Jay Moss. I picked up The Smallest Light at their record release show back in 2015. Um, I've always thought this band has a ton of potential, and I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with Jay. As always, uh, it was great to talk with Mikey. I didn't know him a whole, what, like, very well going into it, but we quickly changed that. We got to dive deep into Daisy Head and learn about the new record that's coming up and got pretty nostalgic about old Nashville bands. And I always forget to plug this, but if you like the podcast, please subscribe and rate us, uh, preferably with a super high score, maybe. Um, And also follow us at The Local Wave on Facebook and Twitter. Lastly, I just want to say thank you for listening. It's a dream come true to be able to do this. And your support, it just means the world to me. And uh, anyway, there's definitely time for me to talk later. Here's the interview with Mikey. Is there uh, anything I should refrain from or anything I should aspire towards? Um, Any, like... Only stories about poop. Okay. This is a poop podcast. I got plenty plenty of that. No, I don't care. You can talk about whatever you want. This is is what it's for, you know? Cool. But anyway, I don't know. I don't even really, like know you that well i know to be honest it's not right it's like kind of tight though because this is the first one i've done of someone i don't really like know oh really yeah because that'll make it more cody and angela i kind of knew yeah angela i know very well and cody i've just gotten to know recently but it's like cool kind of going to it a little bit blind and being a fan of daisy head it's like it's like almost like i get to be a real fan right no dude (laughs) that's tight i mean i i think it'll be cool but that way. Yeah. So where where did it start? Tell me about Mikey Rowe. Oh, we're talking about me, not yeah. the band. Where did I, mean, I start? We can, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can converge the two at a certain point. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I guess we'll just uh, we'll talk about how I came we're, into music, yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I, uh, I grew up in Memphis, and I, I guess when I was like, I, was, I started playing music when I was younger for sure, but... I was never old enough to take anything seriously there. Yeah. And so my family moved us to Nashville and being surrounded by music, I kind of... What almost, was that? Uh, that was in like 2007. Okay. Pretty sure it was right It was right before my 16th birthday. So it was either 2007 or 2008. I can't uh, remember off the top of my head, but that's where that began. I immediately just tried to link up with, with people in music. Yeah. I didn't even... I went to a high school here for one year and I wanted to homeschool the rest so I could just 
do whatever I wanted, you know, do hmm. school on my own time and go to shows and make my connections that way. Right. And that's how that came about, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't meet you until like 2011. Well, the first time I remember, I didn't meet you then probably, but the first time I remember seeing you play music was with friends. Oh. <laughs> um, back yes. in 2011, I bought the tape. The tape had just come out. What like, show was it? Do you remember? Like was where it was? Rocket Town and Dependency played. Um, was it a uh, was it a Blood and Ink festival? No, it oh. was just like a regular show. It was you and Dependency and I God, I don't remember any of the other bands. I just remember because I remember the fact that like half of yeah. Friends was in the Friends yeah. in the yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that, but it was at Rocket Town. It was in 2011. I had just, I had moved there like maybe a month prior. Oh. Um, I was a big Blood and Ink fan to begin with. So okay. I already knew about Dependency and Friends and stuff. And so right. it was just kind of like weird coming into it because, you know, in my head, all bands that I listened to being up from New Hampshire were like, dudes and bands you know like you know and so it's just kind of funny like coming into it and then now eventually just it's not that way as much with (laughs) with you guys but like it's it's cool to see you still kind of do what you're doing with when daisy had so where so you so let's go back to like 16 the connections what uh where where did you say like you kind of first started like first band nashville uh my first band or yeah. what band did I get into? Like what got me into Either it? One. Uh oh man. I don't even want to talk about my first <laughs> like, I mean, you know, just your typical yeah, attack attack band. sounding nice. you know, like screamo yeah. you know, kind of band. I I did that whole thing for a while, but with that I uh I hung out a lot at Rocket Town. Right. And uh that's a venue here in Nashville that uh it's not it's not the kind of place it used to be for sure. I know they're still doing shows and whatnot, mo- mostly bigger shows, but they had a really, really strongly connected local scene there yeah. uh, when I moved here. And um, there were people that worked there that I looked up to that I kind of grew up talking to and they kind of made me feel at home there and stuff like that. So so that's where that that's where I made all my connections for Nashville and just kind of branched off of that. Spent a lot of time there. Yeah, so so I mean, I guess where is the the connection between like you you get in those bands, you play in the mm-hmm. Trappy Screamer bands? We were all there. It right. was two thousand eight. It yeah. happened. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um. But like, and then with because Friends is the first thing I remember you being in that seemed like you were kind of on the road or on the road ish. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to remember how that connection was made. Actually, I really don't even know because I was in I was in more bands after that. You know, I I kind of moved on to do more indie stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, I met. That's how I met Luke Granrid through uh, who was the singer of Friends, and uh, he I met him through doing my indie stuff, and he ended up actually being in a band with me for a little bit. Yeah, there's a band called Join the High Flyers I was in that I sang for, and he came and played for that, and then I ended up. Uh, joining friends because they were already a band right so through luke i just kind of got connected with that and i knew the dependency guys as well right before friends was formed and that was half of that band so all i remember about the friends thing is that you had that sick lead line over (laughs) uh 
what was that first song called? Uh, Eat You Alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sick lead line that yeah. isn't on the record. It's not, it's not on the tape. It was a live exclusive lead. I, well, it, it's funny because I know this is like a weird thing to remember, but I, I remember hearing that lead line and being like, oh shit, this band is awesome. Like <laughs> like like the, that riff and the lead line or whatever. And then I bought the tape and I like put it, I had a like a record player, tape player, mm-hmm. big contraption. Oh, yeah. Um. And I put it in that night, and I like put on the song. I was like, "This isn't as good." Like I was just like, "I was like, no, no offense to Luke and all those dudes, but it was just kind of funny that like that's like my specific memory." It's like that is funny. Yeah, they uh, was super cool. Well, I remember Luke showing me that that EP before it even came out, and I mean, he just Luke can write anything and throw it together, and then just you know everybody loves it, and that's what happened. Yeah, fifty bands, right? Yeah. And it immediately took off. Like everybody was really into it, at least locally. You know, it took off. People really liked it. So I was glad to join. I wanted to impress them. I looked up to them right. as musicians, and I I still do to this day. Yeah. So it's in. So so you ended up like touring with them a little bit. I mean, they kind of did. I heard that band kind of started as a joke, and then it just sort of <laughs> yeah, it was just like a, a, a side project kind of thing, and uh, then it eventually became better off. Yeah. Um, who toured a lot more than friends, right. you know, we, we didn't tour too much. Um, you know, we did short runs and, you know, we did tours that, that people wouldn't even want to call tours cause they're not right. long enough, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. But it was, um, that's how I segued into traveling and playing music. I'd never done it until yeah. I was in friends. So that was, that was a really cool experience for me. So where did the, where did the Daisy head thing start? That was a, uh, that was just a side project. I was, I was in a band uh, called Empathy. It was just a hardcore band. And, I remember them. Um, and there were a couple of guys that were in other bands that were just, you know, they said, you want to sing for our project? And I ended up just kind of coming in and taking over. And we we weren't expecting to do anything. You know, yeah. we, were, we were just uh, going to write some rock songs and release them. And uh, then we got hit up by a couple of labels. And we were just, that kind of sparked our interest in wanting to take it more seriously. Right. And I just haven't stopped ever since. Yeah, because you Spartan was the first thing mm-hmm. that they put out that first seven inch. Yes, uh, No Sleep hit us up first, actually, um, and you know they were just kind of asking what we were up to, what what kind of plans we had, and then um, they said, okay, well we'll just kind of be watching for a while, kind of thing. Right. So they just kind of stepped back and saw what we were going to do, and that's when John from Spartan hit us up and you know took us on to release that EP. Yeah. Um, so when you got the look from No Sleep, was that like a bigger kind of motivating factor to be like, we need to kind of hit the ground running with this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, I seriously had no, none of us did. We had no aspirations to tour, you know, maybe do some weekend runs. Just literally it was just for fun. At the time yeah. I had a full-time job and that I was, you know, I was worried about money all the time then and stuff like that. So yeah. I, touring was the last thing on my mind. But um, yeah, when they when they hit us up, we were just like, hey, you know, at the time, No Sleep Records was a huge, huge deal yeah. to me. Like, you know, huge releases that are my favorite, like my some of my favorite releases from Into It, Over It, Balance, you know, all, the, all right. that stuff. So, you know, I kind of saw it as a sign and just had to do it. Yeah. Had to oh, go for it at least. Understandably. Yeah. So, so that's like 2013, um, I Can't Face mm-hmm. You came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when did like the, the kind of heavy touring begin? Actually, I wouldn't even say until this year. Oh yeah. You you know, um, 
2015, we did, you know, less than four months of touring, you know, right. even less. I mean, we really didn't do a lot because we all were just kind of everybody that was in the band at the time, including myself, we were just kind of dancing on the line of, you know, wanting to tour full time or waiting, wondering if it was even the right time to do it. Right. Um, and then, you know, our, our manager kind of started adding more tours to our schedule and just saying like, okay, we just need to start going for it. Yeah. And so this year is when we started touring a lot more and it's been awesome. Yeah. Cause the smallest light was, was this 2015, mm-hmm. correct? And then I, I remember the release show. Mm-hmm. I was there, bought the record. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I appreciate that. And, uh, I really, really liked that record and it was, and, Thank uh, you. Yeah. So what was it? Where did you guys record that record? We recorded it here in uh, in Nashville with Tate Mercer at oh, okay, forty one fifteen. Yeah, at Tate. Yeah, yeah. No, Tate. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so, well, before even the smallest light, you guys did that Have Mercy split because mm-hmm. my band Overwatcher, shameless plug, uh, <laughs> new EP coming out on Friday. Oh, um, shit. Nice. This won't be relevant in December, but uh, <laughs> anyway, um, we played to the guys right when the. Right when the EP, like around the time the e, the split, happened. the show at the basement, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was that also done at uh with with Tate? No, we actually we recorded our first EP and uh, the songs from that split with Blake Martin here, yeah. but he's also here in town. He uh, he used to play for a band called A Plea for Purging. Oh, I love Plea. Yeah, man. uh, you know, and that was really cool to me, you know, because they were. They were a big metal band. Oh, and, yeah, you know, they were here. I mean, they were a big deal to me up there, but, like, no one else really, like, knew who right. they were as much. But it was sick that, like, when I moved down here, that, like, Plea was, like, it. Yeah. You know? And they're all literally the coolest guys. Yeah. Um, I, um, I've met a couple of them just, like, through touring and stuff, and they're really, really, really good dudes. Mm-hmm. I remember the only time, this is a little off topic, but it's okay. the only time I've <laughs> ever seen, like... You know how, like, back in the day, like, the mosh call, they would have, like, front to back, side to side. Yeah, like, yeah. the only time I ever saw that actually happen was at their last show. Oh, really? When they played that song, The Life, and that, like, MIDI track came in in the beginning oh, of the yeah. song. Yeah. I've never seen any, like, a room just go off like that. That was a crazy night overall. Yeah. Actually, I uh, I got up on stage that night and sang with Asshole Retreats. It was their last show as well. That same night. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah, they had they had one song where the the guy from My Epic sang on it, and obviously he wasn't, you right. know, he wasn't going to, like, fly to Nashville to sing. Yeah. But, uh, so they, they let me do that, and that was, Sick. like, that's to this day the biggest crowd I've ever sang in front of. It was yeah, like, that it was, was like, like, a thousand people or something. It was a little, yeah, it was, like, between a thousand and fifteen. I don't remember what the, uh, what that cap is, but it was definitely a sold-out show, because yeah. it was Please Last Show in Nashville. <laughs> What a show. That yeah. was like such a good night. Yeah. I was so poor that I snuck into that show. You snuck in? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Telling sorry. Rocket sorry, Rocket Town. <laughs> no, I like, I remember I like just went around like the back and Drew Creel was hanging out there, mm. um, who is, was the guitar player for SL Retreats at the time. Um, and uh, he, I just like started talking to him and I just walked in with him, but I did it. I was so poor. Like I like couldn't I literally like couldn't afford to go to that show. Yeah. Like I was like Well you were weren't you touring a lot back then? Was were you touring? No, this that is time? prior to oh, okay. the tour. This is like So you were just poor because I was poor. Yeah. Like, yes, that's exactly what it was. I hundred percent was super like in two thousand twelve I was just the most poor person. But 
I like just was like, all right, well, I'm going to go. And I mean, at the very least, like I'll know someone we can like hang out outside or something. Yeah. And then like I ended up getting in just to see plea. But yeah, it was God, that was such a good show. It was a fun Man, night. I'm glad we had I'm glad we have this memory. Yeah, I know. Me it's too. Great. It's a great memory to share. Yeah. Hey, guys. Sorry for interrupting this episode with Mikey, but I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Platoon. It's a design firm that wants to design your next design. See their designs at www.platoon.studio. Sorry. So getting a little bit back more on topic oh, yeah. with Daisy. That's Head, right. Back with Mikey from <laughs> Daisy Head. Um, so, so is the touring more related? Because I know you guys have had some member changes. Mm-hmm. So is that like kind of due to like were those guys not like able or willing to tour as much yeah i think i think the general vibe overall with the with the members that we've had is just you know nobody really lined up on wanting to to go full force say yes to every tour you know not you know not be as scared of money and you know be more willing to actually go for it um yeah until the lineup that we have right now I've never felt that fully. Yeah. Um, you know. Is there anyone left from when you started the band, or is it just you right now? Well, kind of. It's it's kind of funny. Um, we started off, we've... Um, John Taylor, our drummer, did the first tour that we ever did. Right. And then... Um, and then, But we had another drummer at the time. He just couldn't do that tour. So John okay. Taylor just filled in for that one. And then, um, you know, we ended up... He ended up becoming our drummer like less than a year ago again. Oh, weird. Yes. And then he, he's done every tour since then. And he's, uh, there's been one other drummer that's done. I, I I would say like a full tour with us. Yeah. And that's it. Crazy. So, yeah. So, I mean, he hasn't been, he's been there since the beginning, but there's, you know, it was like an on again, off again relationship, (laughs) but no, he's John Taylor's my dude. Like I'm, I'd be screwed without him. So he's, He's the guy. That's got to be cool to finally be in that space. Like, yeah, yeah. And the the bass player and guitar player that we just added this year, you know, within months from now, right. are both just as on board. They're so stoked, yeah, to just go and be on tour, regardless of the turnouts, regardless of the bands we're touring with. You mm-hmm. know, they're just excited for the opportunity. And having other people like that has pushed me to be able to transition into that as well because. Right. I'm just as much at fault as as the older members to, um, with not being able to commit to touring. It's terrifying. It's very like, scary. Yeah, I'm still, like, I'm still transitioning in, yeah. into touring a lot, and it's, it's definitely taken a mental toll. But right, um, it's and, worth and you it, have though. a job still too. As yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, multiple. So man, um, I remember the one of the last times you talked. You said that I mean you were obviously loving touring because it's great, mm-hmm. and but you said that uh, you're trying to think about maybe moving out of Nashville. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is that okay to say? Yeah, no, it's cool. Okay. Yeah, it's it's still kind of a fresh thing and it's still kind of it's like a it's a it's a bouncy thing, you know, because right. there's a lot that goes into to moving it, but I mean Daisy Head is being taken so seriously to me uh, to the extent that, you know, if everybody's on board, I'll I'll be able to move away. Right. Um but what I guess what like would prompt that kind of stuff, like what makes us want to move? Right. Um, we've all just lived here. I mean, I don't want to 
speak too ill on the entirety of the South, but, yeah. um, you know, it is, yeah. it is a different region than the others, you know, no, totally. we definitely want to experience life in other places. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, some of us, you know, have aspirations to, to live in other countries one day yeah. and stuff, but we don't want to be landlocked because we were born here and grew up here. And we, whenever we did, uh, we did a tour with a band called Sundressed in the summer and we toured out West for the first time. Yeah. And, um, I'd been out, I've been to California before, but I've never been to, you know, really cool progressive, progressive places like, uh, you know, like Denver and Portland and Seattle and all that stuff. And we literally had the best experiences in those typical cool cities that people are moving to, which I can say that because, I mean, Nashville is a buzz city now. It definitely is. So I'd be moving from one buzz city to another, I guess, if we ended up, I think Denver is where we're looking at the most. Yeah. Um, Oh, Denver's great. Denver is awesome. It's just I don't know. And I have a dog too, so she would Dogs love it. It's like the number one dog city in the country. And Really? Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Um, but, you know, there are a lot of reasons that we want to move there or or just move out of Tennessee. We just would like to experience right. new places, I guess, is the bottom line. Understandable. Yeah. Especially if you've been here. I mean, that's what I did, you know. Right. I, I grew up yeah, in Yeah, you Hampshire, totally understand. But, yeah. So I absolutely understand the need to get out of just the mentalities you grew up in and even just like the person that you like the person I was in Massachusetts and New Hampshire is not the person I am now. You know what I mean? Yeah. That like, I feel like that definitely changes you in a certain sense. And it's just because your whole past is in this place, right. you know? And so like when you're able to live life free of like anything you did prior to living in one place, it just, it totally changes. Right. So I hope that you find that. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. And if, I mean, if it doesn't pan out to where we don't, you know, or if not all of us end up, John Taylor, I'll go back to John Taylor again, our drummer. He, (laughs) he's in the process of buying like the band van and and owning it himself. And it, it also being a living space. So he's trying to like do that and go like move out, you know, on some land and like to where, (laughs) to where uh, he could still move to Colorado, even if no one else did and just drive back and meet us and like. He's just that kind of guy. He's probably the only person I know that could do that. Angela actually talked about living in her car. Though. Oh, really? She well, she was like going to, before she moved to Nashville. She said that she was, uh, she was like planning on living in her car and just like, oh you yeah, know, just doing it. And <laughs> I was like, I could not get yeah. on that vibe. I I think it's tight though. I mean, being being in a band with someone like that, um, someone who can be so minimalistic, right? Has uh that's been a big help for me to transition into touring, being able to sleep in the van when I need to, or, you know, not, not be as glued to possessions and be more glued to experiences and stuff like that. Just being in a band with someone like that makes me gravitate more towards that kind of thought process. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, not like I want to be all the way on that side, but the closer I get to it, the happier I've been, you know, the more, the more focused I am on what makes me happy and gut decisions and just living life the it's definitely been a huge shift in my mind. Do you feel like, um, there is anything, I guess there's like two ways I could say this question. Mm. Um, try both ways. Uh, well, the first way I was thinking was, do you feel like that the Na- this Nashville scene has like given you something, uh, for Daisy Head that like you kind of couldn't get anywhere else or do you or, oh, and, yeah. and I guess the other way of saying that would be like what is what is the thing you know that you okay yeah uh <laughs> definitely I say that a lot 
because um, when whenever my parents brought me to Nashville, I was kicking and screaming. I didn't want to leave. Right. All my friends were there. You know, I had a girlfriend there at the time. I'm pretty sure. You know, young love. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that was really tough for me. But I can never, I could never ever think that I would have the same connections or band that I have if it if it weren't for that. You know, there's some great musicians in and from Memphis that I have a great respect for. So maybe I would have linked up with some of them, um, like the guys in Pillow Talk. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, Julian Baker's from Memphis, and Absolutely. uh, my friend Frenchie is from Memphis. He was in a band called Seven Dollar Socks around that time. <laughs> That's actually the band that got me into playing music. Sick. Um, there's a a venue in Memphis called Skate Park of Memphis. And uh, the band Seven Dollar Socks, you know, when they would play, it'd be just packed out every time. You yeah. know what I mean? Was, they were that band from Memphis. Yeah. And I recently actually uh, played a show with one of the guys from that band on this last tour. And that was really cool. That's a really cool connection right there. But, um, you know, I don't know. It's it, A lot more possibilities in Nashville. You know, people come here and they end up making connections without even trying right it's weird it's it is weird because it's one of those things where you know it the the oversaturation of the market is both like the best and worst thing you know because you're that is the other side of the coin. in this awesome yeah. band mm-hmm. that like i mean you guys get good show you get put on good shows when you're when you have like you know time to do local if we're shows careful now, about like it. yeah yeah you get yeah. you get pretty good shows and stuff but at the same time, it's like you could be the band somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in that, I'm sure that definitely, I'm sure has like an appeal. Yeah, I, I definitely can easily comment on the other side of it. Like you were saying, there there are a lot of opportunities, but I mean, everybody's moving here for the same thing, right? You know, it's just like actors moving to Hollywood, models exactly. moving to New York, kind of thing. It's just people. A lot of people think they can just come here. Be like, oh, well, I'm gonna go, you know, find a studio in Nashville, record there, and I'll, and I'll make it. What's crazy to me is that it's still happening. Like, like I when I moved here, like I didn't move here for music, but I, um, like I, I knew, like people, I felt like that were in kind of this crew, sort of almost made fun of that idea that yeah. like people do that, uh-huh. but like I still meet people who do that, yeah. like almost on a weekly basis. And it's, and I mean, the thing is, is not. It's not dumb. Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely. Compl- it's still understandable. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, I have a friend that just moved here from D.C. And she just like immediately made all kinds of connections. Just and is doing it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've had the same thing happen with, with other people. It's it's so like, it's so nuts. Yeah. It's like weirdly so random, but it's like, it has this like such a weird allure. Yeah. I feel like I'm saying the word weird a lot. No, but you might be. I don't, I don't know. know. I didn't notice now every time you say weird, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but um, I don't know. You you do have to have a certain kind of personality, though, for that for that to work. Right. You know, it doesn't work for everyone. I, yeah. I do know a lot of people who, um, you know, sometimes have asked me for advice or sometimes have just complained, just saying, ugh, like, how did these people just make these connections or get on these shows? You know, I'm trying my ass off and I can't get anything, that kind of thing. And, you know, sometimes it's people, I can tell it's just like people's personalities that don't mesh well. Right. And I don't want to say, you know, you're, you're being a try hard or, or something <laughs> like that. It's, it's hard to kind of say, 
say the right thing to that kind of person. Yeah. But Nashville, not like it's fake, but you have to be able to, you know, uh, converse with people. Right. I guess is the lightest way to put that without making it mean. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you just have to be... It's well. I was gonna say you just have to be real, but it's no, like I know you don't. plenty of people who are real and like no. don't make it. Being being real kind of pushes you back sometimes. Not always. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, yeah, no, fake I, it till you make it or whatever. Right. No. But Nash. I mean, that's that's the negative side of the coin to Nashville is that there is so much that you almost have to be semi aggressive to yeah you know to be seen. Um. So I guess moving on. Mm-hmm. So you just released that demo. Oh yeah. <laughs> um is there anything else like coming down the pike with with new stuff? Yes, we okay, we released that demo. Um we just I mean, that was we had a different lineup at the time. Yeah. But at the time we thought, you know, this is the lineup right. kind of thing. So we just wanted to get new music out with the new members that we had and just be like this is what we're going to sound like. So we put that demo out and then we had more more member changes. This past year has been pretty tough. Yeah. Sounds um, like it. Yeah. But then um John Taylor and I went and and Zach, who was our bass player at the time, we all went to record an L P in Boston. Oh, with, sweet. With Jay Moss. Yeah. And uh I know Jay well. Right. Yeah. That was awesome. So we we have that, you know, we have that like mastered and ready to go. We're just kind of um you know, we're still figuring out the release plans right. at okay. this time. Sweet. So that, that demo, uh, we re-recorded a version of that for the record. So. Sweet. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so kind of wrapping up, um, the last two questions I kind of just asked everybody, mm. um, what is like the, I sort of, I can't believe this happened like moment that you've, you've had so far, like, like whether it be sort of like a person that you met or like, a, a you know, people you got to play with or, or something like that. Um, <laughs> everybody's got, everybody's got some kind of, I'm going to say a, like a bullshit one first and then yeah. I'll, I'll say a real one. Okay. Uh, today, uh, the Aaron Carter liked one of Daisy head's tweets. That's sick. Yeah. Dude. I used to, I used to fuck with Aaron Carter. Yeah. I mean, who didn't? You know what I mean? Like both of the Carter brothers. I wanted to go to his party. Oh, yeah. Aaron's party. <laughs> I tweeted, I said something like, the music industry would be a lot different if uh, if Aaron Carter didn't beat Shaq in that one-on-one scrimmage. <laughs> so, I mean, I thought that was cool. But uh, something that's actually cool, um, I guess um, my biggest oh shit moment would be... Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot, and I don't want to say them because it's going to be embarrassing because anyone of value will listen to this and be like, okay, that's not a big deal. Why no. is this this kid? Whatever. But, Dude, um, Cody, Cody's was was playing with Under Oath. He got to play guitar with Under Oath on like, this tour back when like their first album was That's out. way cooler than any of my stuff, though. I know, but like, but What's... to think that like someone like, you know, he mm. would, I, you know, I sort of think of them on the same level. That's true. You know, so. Yeah. Um. It's cool. I guess probably, I mean, one of the, you know, um, at the time, it was really, really cool the day we played a show in Nashville. I actually just posted about it in remembrance of it because I thought it was really cool. But um, it was the day we announced that we were signed to No Sleep. We played a show with Balance and Composure, um, who like had just recently put out uh, things we think I we're missing. I remember that. With, with Better it? Off and Courtesy Drop. Yeah. 
and um I feel like I was on tour for that show, but I remember, oh, really? I remember that being like like a big one in Nashville. Right. Um well that was the first sold out show we ever played. That was the first show where, you know, I would say something into a microphone and everybody's really stoked on it. Yeah. You know, I said, you know, we're Daisy Head, we just signed a no sleep records, you know, I you know, bragging about it and uh, you know, just that, would be too. that was cool and then um meeting John from Balance that night was really cool. You know, he's he was really nice. He said, You guys played really well. Welcome to the family. Um so, you know. That would still be cool today, but back then, you yeah, know, oh, that, sure. I was just mind blown. I was oh. like, what is happening? That's yeah. really, really cool. Um, and then, uh, kind of lastly, just what are you like most proud of artistically? Oh, like they've done this new record. Yeah. I, I wish that, uh, I could talk more about it in this session. I was going to try to eat, get you into it, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not too much I can say at this point, but, fine. uh, listening to it, even listening to it while we were in the studio, I, I don't know. I was really, really proud of it. Just, just what, uh, based off of everything I've written before, you know, lyrically, and I had to write all of the guitars and vocals and stuff like that. So, um, it, it almost killed me, but I'm really, really stoked on it. I'm really proud of that. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I mean, this has been, this has been it. It's been a great podcast. It's been cool to get to know you a little bit. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun for me. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, the end. Yeah. Thanks for having me. That's it, Kyle. Hey, I wanted to say thank you to Mikey for being on the show. Uh, please check us out on Facebook and Twitter at The Local Wave. You can email the show at thelocalwave at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Lastly, I'd like to thank Kyle at the Tiny Tape Room, Charles at Platoon, and we'll see you next time. And remember, be a fan of your friends and love one another.